Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have some protect your neck news. Next, we'll discuss the response to the ransomware attack on Colonial Pipeline. And then finally, hand out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local attorney that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. Our first story comes from ZDNet. The Japanese government is going to introduce new regulations to increase their national cybersecurity in response to recent high-profile attacks, including the ransomware attack on Colonial Pipeline. ZDNet is reporting that these new regulations would require companies working in the technology, telephone, electronic, finance, railroad, government service, and healthcare fields to investigate the use of foreign equipment and service. There are going to be more countries working on ways to respond to the Colonial Pen Pipeline ransom attack. This week, the Biden administration announced how it will respond to the Colonial Pipeline ransom attack. According to Reuters, the White House has outlined the cybersecurity elements of the proposed American Jobs Plan. The plan would include $20 billion for localities to harden energy systems, $2 billion in grants for energy grids in high-risk areas, and $100 billion in broadband investments. While some may say that access to broadband is not a cybersecurity issue, it is. In some of our first episodes, we talked about people having to sit in the parking lot of restaurants and libraries to access Wi-Fi during the pandemic. This isn't the safest access to Internet. But also, if we are serious about training new cybersecurity professionals and to increase our cybersecurity workforce, these students need access to high-speed Internet. Eliminating this barrier eliminates one more barrier to address the cybersecurity workforce shortage. Our next story comes from Bleeping Computers. GuardMe, a student health insurance carrier, suffered a data breach. GuardMe is one of the largest insurance carriers that provides students with health insurance while studying abroad. Last week, the company discovered suspicious activity on their website. This led the company to take down its website. According to GuardMe's emails to students regarding the breach, there was a vulnerability on the website that allowed cyber criminals to access policyholders' personal information. Fortunately, the vulnerability has been addressed. Our final story comes from HelpNet Security, which is reporting on ransomware trends found by Zscaler. One of these trends is the increased use of double extortion ransomware. This is where a cyber criminal encrypts a computer and asks for a ransom. However, the criminal also steals the most sensitive or important information from the system. So that even if a company chooses not to pay the ransom to uncrypt their information, the cyber criminals can still extort the company by threatening to leak the stolen documents. 
According to Zscaler, the industries that are targeted the most by double extortion are the manufacturing, service, transportation, and retail and wholesale industries. We also have some protect your neck news. During this segment, we talk about current scams that you should be aware of and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as Patch Tuesday and a cybersecurity incident report rolled all into one. The FBI's Internet Crime Complaint Center for IC3 is reporting that it received its six millionth complaint from the public regarding online scams and investment frauds. Annual complaint volumes have steadily increased by close to 70% between 2019 and 2020. The most common crime reported were phishing scams, schemes related to non-payment or non-delivery, and extortion attempts. People should be on the lookout because these crimes are still on the rise. We also have a second piece of Protect Your Neck news. The FBI has issued a warning that scammers are targeting the families of missing persons and attempting to extort them by using information that these families have shared on social media. According to the FBI's announcement, scammers are finding out information about missing people from social media posts. Then they are contacting the missing person's family and pretending that they are holding the missing person hostage and demanding a ransom from the family. This is a reminder about the importance of being careful about what information you post on social media. And unfortunately, it's also a reminder about how awful some people can be. So please, please, please stay safe out there. Or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your step, kid, and protect your neck. Our main topic today is a follow-up to our main topic from last week about the ransomware attack on Colonial Pipeline, one of the country's largest pipeline operators. Following this high-profile attack, companies and the government have been taking steps to avoid a repeat of this type of incident. Following the attack, Congress has proposed two laws to address critical infrastructure. The Pipeline Security Act, which is proposed by the House, would codify into law the roles of the Transportation Security Administration and the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency and the role that they play in securing gas and oil pipelines. The second proposed bill, the CISA Cyber Exercise Act, which would require CISA to create a national cyber exercise program in which the government and companies would test their IT infrastructure against cyber threats, including ransomware. It's important that Congress is taking steps to address this problem. But the question is, is this too little, too late? Most of the critical infrastructure in our country is owned by private companies, so it will be harder for Congress to deal with these issues without a public-private partnership and true buy-in from industry. Our final segment today is our Cybersecurity Awards. This week, I have one award that I want to hand out, and it's the a day late and a dollar short award. And this award has two recipients. The first is me. My regular listeners will notice that this episode has been uploaded a day late. As a practicing lawyer, things have started to get busier now that the courthouse is open. But I will try to keep posting episodes on time. This award also goes to all the companies that are scrambling to address cybersecurity issues following the Colonial Pipeline ransomware attack. 
some of the criticism of Colonial Pipeline is the amount of resources that they devoted to actual cybersecurity compared to resources just for IT. I hope these changes are focused on protecting companies' cybersecurity and not just for headlines. If that's the case, then these companies are not only a day late, but also a dollar short. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also visit the show's website at nothingaboutyou.com. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.